Blog Talk Radio. This is Bustin' Loose in Faith, with Apostle Tebow and Prophet Tebow. This broadcast airs every Friday on My Gospel Soul at 12 p.m. Central Time. Bustin' Loose in Faith is a seed of faith evangelistic outreach ministry. We come to bring you words, praise, and inspiration. We want you to remember that without faith, it's impossible to please God. But with God, all things are possible. Make sure you share this show at 347-826-9424. Bustin' Loose and Faith Nieces would love to hear from you. Now, let's get into our broadcast with none other than Apostle Dudley Tebow and Prophetess Lisa Tebow. Right here on My Gospel Soul. Praise the Lord. God is good and worthy to be praised. All praise, all glory, all honor belongs to him this this day and forevermore in Jesus' name. Oh, Heavenly Father, as we approach the throne of grace, we come to you, holding all self and need our mighty hand tonight. In the name of Jesus, Lord, just a thank you and a praise in you for your mercy, your grace, and your love. Just a thank you and a praise in you for who you are, that you are God. And besides thee, there is no other than worship in spirit and in truth. Now, precious Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I'm ever so grateful and thankful as we invite the presence of the Holy Spirit to come on in like a rushing mighty wind, lead, guide, direct, and ordain our footsteps, prepare the people's heart to receive thy word and spirit and in truth. We bind up all technical difficulties, anything that's trying to hinder the word of God from going forth. Father, we'll give you the praise, the glory, and the honor in the name of Jesus. Uh, Oh, Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus, thank you in advance for answering prayers, honor requests, but most of all, precious Father, for salvation to go forth and the kingdom of God may grow in Jesus' name. And Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. For, I thank you because all praise, all glory, all honor belongs to you. We serve a mighty God, a God that sits high and look low, God that knows us all by name, the very hairs on our head here this night and forevermore. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. If you have your Bible with me, I'd like you to open up to the book of Second Chronicles, Second Chronicles 16, verse 9. And the word of God says, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is laurel towards him. Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6 says, but trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways to acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Here in the book of Naaman, chapter 1, verse 7, the Lord is good 
a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knoweth them that trust in him. This is the word of God for the people of God. May the Lord add a blessing to the hearers and to the doers of his holy word. We thank God, amen, that just for the next few minutes, we want to talk about God knows those who know and put their trust in him. God knows those who know and put their trust in him. Brothers and sisters in Christ, we thank God for through the use of the Internet that we are able to preach and teach on a local level and be able to reach on a global level here tonight in the name of Jesus. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is laurel towards him. Here we see in the word of God that God is looking. He may be, he sits high, but he looks low. He's looking throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is laurel towards him. He desired to bless his people. He desired to meet our each and every need. Yes, we serve a God that's willing, ready, and able to meet each and every need in our lives. As we show ourselves faithful to him and his word, God has our back. He is a God that that is ever so present. The Bible says in time of trouble, he is our refuge and our help. Yes, as we draw nigh to him, he will draw nigh to us. People of God, God is not blind to our circumstances, our situations, or our choices to trust him. Beloved, we serve a God who sees all, a God that is all-knowing, ever so present, God who is continuously aware of every detail of our lives as believers in Christ, God who is, who is looking to strengthen those believers in Christ who are willing to wholeheartedly place their trust in him. Yes, beloved, God has been faithful from the beginning, and he will be faithful all the way to the end. Book of Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35 and 36 says, Cast not therefore away your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, you might receive the promises. Yes, all the promises of God in him is the amen through Christ Jesus. Brothers and sisters in Christ, God knows those who, who know and put their trust in him. Yes, in order to know God, in order to put your trust in him, first you have to come to him, to come in right standing before him. 
And the way that we do that is recognizing the fact that we are sinners, recognizing that we need a Savior on a spiritual basis. Yes, God is God is still in the soul-saving business in 2022. You see, the Lord can and will keep you if you want to be kept. God promised to bless those that are his. The, the goal of the Christian life is to know Christ and to be like him. People of God, Christianity is definitely not a religion of rules and riches and ritual that we might work at in order to keep climbing the ladder to heaven. Rather, Christianity, it is having a personal growing relationship with the risen Savior, living God, the living Lord, Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of our faith. Yet that results in our growing, conforming to him. Our goal is to know him and to become more like Jesus. The Lord knows those who are his and put their trust in him. Here we see in the book of John, chapter 10, verse 14, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd and know my sheep, and my sheep, excuse me, and my sheep know me. That's why the word says in Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He's making me to lie down in green pastures. He restored my soul. He leaded me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yet thou walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I'll fear no evil. For thou art with me, thou rod and thou staff. They comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me. In the presence of my enemies, thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Show the goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. As we continue this teaching tonight of speaking on the subject, God knows those who love, who knows, and put their trust in him. Here, the word of God, let us know, according to 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19, nevertheless, the foundation of God stands sure. Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. And let everyone that name, that, that name it, the name of Christ, depart from iniquity. Yes, God is able, ready to meet our each and every need. He's able to help us, to forgive us, <coughs> excuse me, of every sin that we have committed because of the blood 
that was shed on Calvary. Bible says without the shedding of blood, there would be no remission of sins. Jesus took our place on the cross of Calvary, placed all of our sins upon his shoulders, bled his blood for the remission of everyone's sin, of all mankind. That's the type of God that we serve. Psalms 1, verse 6 says, For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. In order to get back in right standing with God, after acknowledging that we are a sinner, acknowledging that we need help, on a spiritual basis, Jesus became the ultimate sacrifice for all mankind. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Because of him, of Jesus, going to Calvary's cross, he made, he provided the way for us to be forgiven. He provided the way for us to be for us to be able to, he bridged the gap between God and man. For us to come back in right standing with God. Yes, he is our way maker. He is Lord of lords and king of kings. He is the one that became that ultimate sacrifice for all mankind. Yes, the Lord knows those who are his, and put their trust in him. People of God, Jesus does not want followers who will use him for their own personal and own personal purpose, but he wants followers who grow, who's willing to grow, to know him and to trust him for who he is. See, the Bible says, again here in the book of John, chapter 6, verses 14 and 15, therefore, when the people saw the signs which he had performed, they said, this is truly the prophet who is to come into the world. So Jesus perceived, perceiving that they were intending to come and take him by force to make him king. He withdrew again to the mountains by himself alone. Beloved Jesus wants followers who who is willing to grow, to know him, and to trust him for who he is. The word says, in the book of Isaiah, chapter 15, for the book of Isaiah, excuse me, chapter 55, verse 8 and 9, the word says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, declare the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts 
than your thoughts. Beloved, part of growing in the things of God is to know the Lord and knowing knowing the Lord in order to grow, to know his ways and to submit thankfully to his ways when they run opposite to our ways. Yes, child of God, biblical Christianity means that you submit joyfully to Jesus as your Lord, as, as your Lord and Savior, and that you are his servant. We are. We are his friend. And Jesus laid down his life for his friends. We as followers of his, he is our set example for us to follow. People of God, we grow in order to know and to trust Jesus through the trials that he put us through. The Bible says, hallelujah, for us to be joyful when we fall into diverse temptation, that the trend of our faith work it patient and patient. Let it have its good work. Trials will come. Trouble will come. But when we know that God is with us, according to Hebrew 13, verse 5, the B clause of the verse, he says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Whatever the trials that we go through, God is with us in the trial. He's working in us his purpose for our lives. We know that according to Romans 8, verse 28, it says that we know all things work together for good for them that love the Lord and is called according to his purpose. Yes, beloved, one of the main lessons of the Christian life is that God's purpose is not centered on us and our glory. No, God's purpose, it is centered, is about Jesus and his glory. God's purpose is to, is to be sum, sum up all things in Christ. Child of God, your greatest good and your ultimate glory is to be to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 29 through 30, for whom he did foreknow, he also did predestine to be conformed to the image of the Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren, Moreover, whom he did predestine, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. We are reminded, brothers and sisters in Christ, 
that John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever shall believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So we, from the beginning of time, God wanted me, and he also did predestine us, believers in Christ, to be conformed to the image of his Son. What a blessing that God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, had us in mind before the beginning of time, the beginning of creation. Yes, God, he has predestined us to come to the saving knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So while we're on our Christian walk to heaven, we are heaven bound. We have to understand not to take this lightly, but to endure with perseverance all the way to the end. As the Bible says, them that endure all the way to the end shall be saved. So brothers and sisters in Christ, let us be thankful. Let us, let us be joyful on the fact that we was drafted in in the beloved family of God through our shortcomings, even when we, hallelujah, we was drawn by the love of God to him. We thank God for Jesus who knew no sin. He was sinless, but because of his purpose to come down from heaven, down here on earth, he became the one to be the ultimate sacrifice for the forgiveness of our sins. He shed his blood for us all. Bible says, without the shedding of blood, talking about Jesus' blood, there will be no remission of sin. We are thankful for Jesus. We are thankful for what he did. So we, God gave us his best, his son. And we as believers in Christ should give God our best, give our life over to him, walk in obedience, stretch out in faith, believe in him, of his word, believe in what the word says in Romans 10, 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We thank God for the belief. We thank God for in faith. We, we believe God. We believe his word. Because the Bible says in Hebrew 11 and 1, that now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We, we thank God that Hebrew 11 and 6 says, 11 and 1 says that now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hebrew 11 and 6 says 
Hallelujah. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. That them that come to God must believe that he is who he say he is. And he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Father, we thank you that we are seeking you tonight in spirit and in truth. We thank you because Matthew 6.33 says, Seek first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and everything else shall be added. We thank God that he looks over his word to perform it. He honor his word above his name. See, the Bible, biblical instructions, before leaving earth, it is our Christian manual. It is the, hallelujah, the word of God is what we live by. The Bible says that's the way that seemed it right unto a man. But the end thereof is the way of death or destruction. So we must line up with God's purpose for our lives. Line up for his perfect will for our lives. We've been predestined to be conformed to the image of his son Jesus. Thank God for having, for, for allowing us to be, to come into the beloved family of God. When the Jews reject him, we as Gentiles have, was able to come on in as spiritual Jews and inherit the inheritance of Abraham, the father of all nations. Yes, we thank God for his grace, his mercy and love, that in these times that we are living in, God still has everything in control through these chaos that we are experiencing in the world. We as believers in Christ, we're in this world, but we're not of it. We're like pilgrims in a foreign land. We thank God for extending grace, mercy, and love each and every day of our lives. We thank him because he's seen fit that we're still here in the land of the living. He's seen, he's still seeing, he's seen fit that we're not in the we're not underneath the ground, but we're on top of it because of his mercy, his grace, and his love. We should rejoice each and every day that we are still alive and well, found in our right mind as we put on the mind of Christ, as we walk in humility here tonight, hallelujah, of knowing that God cares for us. He said, cast all of our cares upon him, for he cares for us. You see, God's provision means that nothing happens to us apart from his sovereign, loving will for our lives. So, beloved, the trials that we go through, our trials cannot prevent Jesus from coming to us, even when we cannot imagine how he would do it. Remember when the disciples 
was in a boat. Storm came up, and Jesus was teaching on dry land. And when he saw how they were struggling, he came walking on the water. And when they saw him, they thought it was a ghost. Peter was in the ship, was in the boat, and he said, Lord, if that's you, can I come? Jesus said, come on to me. And Peter took that step of faith, and he walked on the water, coming to Jesus. And the Bible says when he saw the wind, hallelujah, when he saw how the waves in the ocean were acting, he took his eyes off of Jesus, started sinking, and the Lord reached out, grabbed his hand, walked him into the, to the, the boat. Peter, as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus, everything was all right. So we as believers in Christ in 2022 must keep our eyes upon the Lord, and he will see us through whatever situation, circumstances that we are going through. Yes, beloved, God knows those who know and put their trust in Come on. Make it. 
truth and make the move. Your hustle ain't one, your nest stay done, your hat ain't one, your feet stay done. I know that you're the one, I can't even front, I just wanna be with you, you know it. Remember that we've been bought with a price. We are not our own anymore. 
God has complete ownership of our lives. So people of God, our God, the God of all creation, does not select the most beautiful people to become his people. All the clean, living, moral people within impeccable, flawless, spotless path and the most intelligent person are the people with five-star looks. No, the God of the universe, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the one that neither slumber nor sleep. God sent his spirit to live in the greatest of sinners, in the guttermost to the othermost, in the hearts of the fallen ones. That same Holy Spirit lives in every single person who believes in Jesus Christ as, as the author and finisher of their faith. Those who are on God's foundation are inscribable. Yes, believer in Christ, the invisible inscription that every believer in Christ, every Christian bear, is not chosen by us. No, it's chosen by God. God is the one who chooses it. God put this inscription on every single Christian whom he has placed on a solid foundation and to whom he has given the seal of the living Holy Spirit. Yes, God is in deep love with his people. God loves us with an everlasting love. And he loved us before the foundation of the world. God said, I know and love them, for they are all, they are, they are mine. So beloved, let everyone who says that God loved them prove it by a total change of life. In other words, to come to him fully committed to to God because God gave us his best. So we as believers in Christ should give God our best. We should turn from wickedness. If God really loves you, so you as his his child, as a believer in Christ, we should, child of God, people cannot see your heart. They can see your life, your lifestyle, and your lifestyle will reflect your heart. So we have God's grace as our divine inscription in our lives, even now in 2022. God assures us that he loves us. And then secondly, we have the grace of God's law as a divine inscription for us to abide by. We as believers in Christ, must have both 
the divine and the human, the unseen and the seen, working in all lives. Yes, my brothers and sisters in Christ, beloved, God loved those who know and put their trust in him. As a believer of Christ, in Christ, you are telling people that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. As a born-again believer of Christ, in Christ, we should be witnesses, letting others know about the saving knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Letting them know that Jesus died for our sins, for all mankind. Jesus, again, he bridged the gap between God and man. He's the way, the truth, and the life. You see, Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, he became a curse and entered into the hateful abomination of God for us. You see, sin will take you further than you want to go, keep you longer than you want to stay. But the wages of sin is death. Hallelujah. So we as children of the Most High God, as believers in Christ, should live a life that is pleasing in God's eyesight. Because there is people all around us that is looking at our lives. If we say we are Christian and we took that labor upon ourselves, we have to live a life that is pleasing. Praise to God and to ourselves to live a life that is holy, a life that is committed to God. Because the God that we serve, he's believing for the best for us. He loves us. Sometimes we, we, we get hard on ourselves, but God understands. He extends to us grace and mercy each and every day of our lives. And for some reason, if we fall short, the Bible says in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You see, Jesus, he's the one that has brought eternal life to us and have opened up heaven for all of us as believers in Christ. Jesus has obtained the forgiveness of all our sins. All, all this was done by him for us. Jesus has given you and I a new heart and saving faith and the grace of perverseness of perseverance, to keep on keeping on for the glory of God, to endure all the way to the end. Bible says, them that endure all the way to the end shall be saved. We're in a race for our lives. We're in a race, hallelujah, to win. We're in it to win it. We're not in it to stop and get on the sideline 
and become spectators. No, we must be participators. Stay in our lane and do the assignment that God has given for each and every one of us to do. Each believer in Christ has a tailor-made God-given assignment to complete while we're here on earth. So we as followers of Jesus Christ must turn away from wickedness, even though each and every day we have to understand that we in a fight, a spiritual warfare, hallelujah, each and every day of our lives. That's why we must put on the whole arm of God that will be able to withstand the wiles of the devil. We know the devil goes as a roaring lion, seeking who he may devour. He also, according to John 10, 10, he goes, the thief cometh, not to, but to steal, to kill and to destroy. But Jesus came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. So always remember this, believers in Christ, you are loved and accepted because God searches after us even when we wander away afar off. His voice, God's voice, sound into our lives, letting us know that through grace and judgment that he cares about us because of his mercy, his grace, and his love upon our lives. And the Bible says, where sin abounds, the grace of God abounds even more. So God knows those who put their trust in him. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs, chapter 18, verse 10, the name of the Lord is a strong tower, a righteous run to it, and I'll say, the name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous run to it, and I'll say, so beloved, our God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, our God is full of power, wisdom, and knowledge. God knows when a person truly turns to him with love and when a person has put their trust in him. To such a person, God is a fortress a good shepherd, and a place of refuge, a place of safety. Bible says, again here, in Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thy own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. God knows those who trust in him. He knows those that know him. So people of God, you you may never know when you when you need when you will need to content to cope for the faith based on your 
on your belief in the Lord. You will be challenged. Bible says that all that live God in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Part of the persecution is that people challenge you on your on your faith. And we as born again believers in Christ must stand up for righteousness sake. If nobody else does, you as an ambassador of Christ must endure all the way to the end. Your mind must be made up, your heart fixed, that the world is behind you and the cross is before you. So believe in Christ. Again, only God knows who is faithful and who trusts, put their trust, their total trust in him. Bible says in 1 Corinthians 8, verse 3, if any man love God, the same is known of him. Let everyone that name it the name of Christ depart from iniquity. People of God, Jesus knows those who are his. John 10, 10. John 10, verse 14 and 15 says, I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and have known of them. And the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. Sheep, like people, will wander, need a shepherd. They need to be led. So people of God, Christianity is primarily having a growing relationship with the infinite God who has revealed himself through the Lord Jesus Christ. Beloved, if we are truly Christians, we know Jesus Christ on a personal basis. So let us, so let him who boasts, boasts in the Lord and not in himself, not being big-headed, but realizing to walk in humility, humbling ourselves under the mighty hand of God and letting people know that our God is still in the soul-saving business. Our God reigns supreme in our lives. You see, beloved, God hates human pride more than anything else in the world because if you take out the middle letter in pride, it is I. So we need to understand that God has created us for such a time as this for us to give him the glory, the praise, and the honor while we walk here on planet Earth. We are supposed to be his mouthpiece, his hands and feet, wherever we go. But the Bible says, he that went souls is wise, let him be wise as a serpent, homeless as a dove, proclaiming, hallelujah, the gospel, the good news, 
proclaiming that God is supreme. God is merciful. God is in the soul-saving business. Again, we are reminded in the book of Proverbs 16, 5, everyone that is proud in heart, it is an abomination to the Lord. The head clause of the verse. A question may be asked, what is pride? Pride is relying on self and not on God. It is taking credit ourselves for what God alone can do. So we must ask the Lord to deliver us from pride and give us our heart of love, a heart that where we can love people, like that we can first love God with all our heart, body, and soul, and to love our neighbor as ourselves. So, beloved, God loves the heart, the heart that boasts in the law, the heart that praises him, give him all the praise, the glory, and the honor for what he has done and will do in our lives. Yes, beloved, child of God, the Lord, God knows those who know and put their trust in him. You see, God loves the heart. They give him credit for what he alone can do. God loves the heart. They rely on his power. Yes, when we are weak, we ask the Lord to lean us up on every side. Bible says in Isaiah 40 and 31, but those that wait on the Lord, he will renew our strength. We shall mount up with wings as eagles. We shall run and not be weary. We shall walk and not faint. As believers in Christ, we were made to boast in God and in him alone to give him all the credit for all the good that he has done. We were. We were made to rely on his power. Bible says when we are weak to proclaim that we are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So we were made. That's great. We were made to magnify God's glory and all of his all of his sufficiency is in our weakness. This is the source of all the ultimate joy and satisfaction in this life. People of God, the foolishness of God is wiser than man. And the weakness of God is stronger than man. The Bible says in the book of Psalms 34, verse 8, O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusted in him. Yes, my brothers and sisters in Christ, tasting God means to take him at his word. 
because God knows. He knows those who know him. He knows those who put their trust in him. We are grateful and thankful here tonight. Hallelujah. That we serve a mighty God. God knows those who know and put their trust in him. As we bring this lesson to a close, and we say amen and amen, we just hope and pray that there was something that was said that would encourage you and exhort you to go on a little bit further in the thanks of God from this night forward in Jesus' precious and holy name. Amen and amen. Yes, my brothers and sisters in Christ, we are grateful. This night and forevermore, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. We pray that something has been said that you would be able to use in your everyday life. If so, please share the number, 347-826-9424, with your family and friends, and have them join you as you join us every Tuesday and every Friday evening at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. We'd love to have them. Also, if you have questions, comments, topics you'd like to hear discussed, you may also write to us at P.O. Box 92864, Lafayette, Louisiana, 70509. Again, that's P.O. Box 92864, Lafayette, Louisiana, 70509. Please address your correspondence to Dudley, D-U-D-L-E-Y, Tebow, T-H-I-B as in boy, E-A-U-X as in x-ray, or Lisa Tebow. We'd love to hear from you. God bless you. Have a great rest of the week. Remember, God loves you, and so do we. Have a great week. Till next time. <laughs>